I'm going to be talking today about why the marketing advice that you've gotten to this point may have not worked for you. This is Vicki Wu, and as always, we're talking about the best tips for marketing your small business. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to be notified of the latest updates. One of the problems we see most often in that our clients have experienced and that we've talked about before is that they've been given bad advice about their marketing in the past. Most of the time, this has not been malicious in nature with, there's a few exceptions, but it's people thinking that they're telling you the right thing when in reality, they're not. A lot of times what we see is this is related to the Dunning-Kruger effect. And you've probably heard about this before. If you just do a Google search on Dunning-Kruger, it'll probably come up with a lot of articles and information. But I'm gonna tell you the definition of it and then tell you how we have seen it applied to marketing advice that our clients have been given in the past. The Wikipedia entry says, in the field of psychology, the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people mistakenly assess their cognitive ability as greater than it is. It's related to the cognitive bias of illusory superiority and comes from the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. Now that's a lot of psychology industry terms, so we'll try to simplify it just a bit. Professor Dunning himself said, the knowledge and intelligence that are required to be good at a task are often the same qualities needed to recognize that you're not good at a task. The Dunning-Kruger effect is named after the researchers David Dunning and Justin Kruger. They were two psychologists who first described it in their original study, they performed a series of investigations. What they found is that they tested people in grammar, humor, and logic. The people who scored in the lowest percentiles of grammar, humor, and logic also tended to dramatically overestimate how well they had performed. Their actual test scores placed them in the 12th percentile, so you know the bottom 10% of the results, but they actually estimated that their performance placed them in the 62nd percentile, so in the top 40%. Here's where we've seen it in marketing. One of our clients asked, my marketing coach told me that I have to post a Facebook Live video every day. And what they wanted to know is, do I really have to do a live video every day? We had another client that came to us and said, I was told that I have to use a grid system on Instagram to, you know, reflect my brand and to get any kind of engagement on. It can have a place to be used, but that's not the only thing that could get your branding out there on Instagram, and that grid alone won't get you engagement. Another problem we commonly see is a client that has a logo that's bad for reproduction purposes. We're talking commercial printing use in videos, and things like that. A lot of times it's because they've gotten a designer who likes to design, and the design even looks good in most cases, but they have no experience in some of the requirements of designing a logo and being able to use it for these different purposes, which requires a different setup, a different file type, sometimes different color profiles. Again, the designer didn't know what they didn't know. I've seen the exact same thing happen with someone who was giving advice to a client who had gone through a particular training course 
And it's the same course that I've gone through before. I'm always looking for new courses and ways to improve my knowledge of marketing and seeing maybe how someone else does it or what their suggestions are. I do that regularly, like we all should in our own business and in our industry. In this particular case, that third person was telling the client that they don't need to put a call to action in their copy. Again, I'll remind you, I've taken that same course, and I know for a fact that that is not what they teach in the course. Just to clarify, I even reached out to the staff and asked them, did I miss something? This is what another person taking the course has said, which goes against everything I've ever learned in my vast experience in marketing and isn't what I remember you saying in your course. And they said, absolutely not. A call to action is important. The similar theme through these four examples I've given you is that someone has taken a course or a training or worked with a coach who has given them some information. It's very possible that information was accurate, but the person hearing it didn't process it the same. In most cases, it's because of their own lack of experience. I can even relate to you an example that happened directly with one of my current clients. I was working with my client on their WooCommerce e-commerce website through WordPress. And one of the features that I was showing her, because I was teaching her how to do it on her own, and when she adds new products, some of the things she needs to make sure to include. One of the pieces that she wanted to make sure that we connected was automatically posting the products to Facebook. So we set up that integration for her and I was walking her through and showing her how easy it is to do that just one click. And what I told her was on her WordPress site in WooCommerce product, it would show each Facebook variation as just a random combination of, you know, numbers, letters and numbers. You didn't need to worry about that. One thing we understand very well is that oh, the majority of our clients are not tech experts. They feel like when you talk about any kind of technology that you're speaking Greek to them and we get it and that's why we are so good at putting it in normal language and that's why people love our training so much is that we explain it and you don't have to know all the technical jargon to understand. So we always keep in mind as well that things like this a client may not understand. That's why we told her you don't need to understand what it's doing. I just wanted to show it to you so that you wouldn't wonder why it may look, you know, a big long list that just says Facebook and a bunch of random numbers. A couple of months later, after that piece of the project was already done, the client came back to us and said, I was talking to a friend of mine who does Facebook and she said, you don't know what you're talking about. Facebook doesn't do anything with just a bunch of random numbers. And so you don't know what you're doing. At first, my initial reaction was like, what is she talking about? So I went back through the notes of our discussions and saw where I had showed her that integration on the WooCommerce WordPress side of this connection to Facebook. Her friend does Facebook, but doesn't have enough experience with WooCommerce to understand what I was talking about. So let me explain to you how the Dunning-Kruger effect would work if you're looking at one of those old XY graphs that you had to do in math. You know what I'm talking about. So if you were to draw that on a paper right now and you have your X and your Y axis, before you know about anything, you're at zero. 
zero, zero, right? Where X and Y intersect. And then when you learn a little bit about a subject, suddenly this whole new world opens to you and the graph shoots up all the way to the top in a really short time frame. Like almost immediately, it's almost a straight line up. Not quite, it is curved a little. And then over time, as you move along your horizontal axis, that line quickly starts to slope back down. And then it curves. And then as you gain more and more experience, as time goes on, it slowly aims back up towards the top of that graph. That is a visual. If you will draw it out on paper in front of you, a quick shoot up, a slow curve back down, and then a slow curve back up towards the top. At the beginning, because you're introduced to this and you delve in and you consume a lot of, you know, information and research, you don't know enough to realize what you don't know. And we've all been there. I've been there. You've been there. We see how it happens that once you learn more and more about something, you realize you didn't know half of what you thought you knew about it. It's completely normal. And we get to that point where we self-reflect and realize that we don't know what we didn't know. You can kind of call the opposite of the Dunning-Kruger effect the imposter syndrome, which I know you've also heard about. And that's when you've gotten to the point where you realize you don't know anything about the subject that you thought you knew a lot about. And at that point, you still know a lot more than the people initially who thought they knew everything. You know a ton more. But you're at a point where you know that even though you have a lot of experience, you feel like an imposter. People are going to know that I don't know everything. You know what? The people who have been doing it 50 years don't know everything. What happens is people who are new to a subject, who are interested in it, and they go take a course or they get training from a coach, in this case, marketing. But they don't understand it all, and they don't know at that point what they don't know. But they're really excited, and they're on that big upswing at the initial part of the graph that we talked about at the point where they believe they're an expert but they haven't reached the point where they feel like I don't know what I don't know and the problem we see is that people take these courses take these trainings work with coaches learn a method because they don't know as much about the topic they may not understand some pieces of it and therefore, when they turn around and teach it to someone else, they can be taking that same framework from the course or the consultant or the coach or whoever they learned it from and implementing it with now their own clients. But because they don't understand near as much as that coach did, they're missing or misunderstanding some critical components of it. And that's why maybe your marketing advice hasn't worked so well to date. You've been talking to the people who have taken the course, but because they're new at it, they still have some gaps in knowledge. Some of my peers in marketing, we talk, somebody, you know, they've been doing social media for business for three whole months. They're going to do this for you and they're going to do that for you. And we're sitting here with decades of experience going, but this piece of advice that you just gave wasn't right. It, it was close, but not quite on the mark. And we're at the point where we're either going through or have gone through the imposter syndrome where we think people are going to know that we don't know everything. So it's a really interesting effect. 
And it's one of those psychological factors that I work on every day. You know, I've got 30 years experience in marketing. I've been using social media to market businesses for over a decade. I signed up with Facebook 2005. You still had to have a university email address, one that ended in, you know, whatever.edu to sign up for the platform. That's when I signed up and I was working at a nonprofit and I began using it to promote our business at that point. And ever since then, almost just as long, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, name them. I'm an early adopter. I jump on the platforms very early because I have to, to keep my clients informed and I learn how to use them to market a business. So I've been social media marketing for a decade and a half. And I'll tell you, I don't know everything, but I know a lot. The world is a huge place and it's wide open to learning, which is something that I love about our world and I love about the internet when it's good advice. And if you don't know a subject, it's hard to weed through the internet and figure out what actually is the good advice and what is not. That's what happens to our clients. They've worked with coaches or consultants or taking training classes or whatever it may be from someone who is in the initial part of that upswing of that Dunning-Kruger effect. Remember, Professor Dunning said the knowledge and intelligence that are required to be good at a task are often the same ones needed to recognize that you're not good at a task. These people are still becoming good at the task and therefore don't have the same knowledge to recognize what's missing, to understand what they don't understand, to know what they don't know. And I'm all for entrepreneurship and when people start a new business or a new product or service, I'm cheering on from the sidelines and actively when I can cheering them on on social media, wherever else I can give them my support. The thing you have to make sure of is that you're not hiring someone for their knowledge and expertise that's on the front end, the upswing of that Dunning-Kruger effect where they don't know what they don't know. When you do that, you risk someone teaching you something they don't quite fully understand themselves and that's where the bad advice can come from. Going back through the examples I gave you, the client that was told they must do a Facebook Live video every day, the information they got was if you choose Facebook Live videos as your marketing strategy, doing it consistently, having a post every day can get you great results. It doesn't mean that every person has to do a Facebook Live video every day. The client that was told they have to set up a grid block on Instagram, I know exactly which training they took because I took that one too. And that Instagram influencer who teaches it does use a grid pattern and it looks great. But that's only one small piece of what she teaches and one small piece of what she's doing on her Instagram. But the grid itself is not the big takeaway from that training. The client that got a logo that can't be used as well for reproduction purposes, that designer just hasn't worked with commercial printing companies before. They haven't worked with somebody that's doing a huge banner or a billboard that needs a logo in a vector format. They just haven't experienced those things yet, so they don't know the gap in what they're providing the client. Similar with the WooCommerce piece on WordPress and feeding those products automatically to a Facebook page where people can purchase right there on their Facebook, 
when my client translated it to their friend, they didn't understand that what I was talking about was the e-commerce side. And the friend only understood Facebook and what Facebook does, and so it couldn't translate. That's why the marketing advice you get may not work, and the best way to counteract that with the person that you're actually interacting with one-on-one -on -one and see how much direct experience they have in the same industry that they're teaching you. It seems on social media as we've gotten away from that a little bit with so much of you know, Yelp recommendations and clients can post testimonials and those are great and you want those and I love seeing when clients have had a good experience. But there is something to be said for experience in working with a lot of clients and a lot of experience in the field. So check that out on the person that you're getting your marketing advice from. And if you do want some straight shooting marketing advice, no BS, we tell it to you how we know it's worked for clients in the past, you can always visit our website at vickiwoo.us or post your questions and comments here. Get in touch with us via email. We'll either try to answer you directly or we will touch upon your question in an upcoming episode.